You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. It's episode 156 of the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Amy and Dash, our dog. Oh, wait, he's not in here. No, I guess I thought he was going to help us out today. Yeah. Nothing. He's, he's cute. He's sleeping. He's cute. So today we wanted to talk about our emotional intimacy communication marriage workbook that we just released that you can pick up. And it's awesome. We've spent how many months working on this six, thing? Four, five, six months. I oh, don't even man. Remember. Yeah, this thing's like... Almost a hundred pages, and it's packed with tons of great stuff. So we we're want- going to tell you all about it. But if you're struggling with emotional intimacy and feeling connected in your marriage, this might be the game changer. Yeah, right. It, we went through and we put all the things that we see couples struggling with that keep them from connecting emotionally, and so this is kind of like the greatest hits, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So. We'll kind of just go through this. Uh, of course, you know, the first and foremost thing we talk about is communication. You guys have all heard about that. But we offer ways that couples can communicate better. And we talk about the different, you know, communication styles. Because just like, you know, so many other things, it's it's hard to have good communication when you both have different communication styles. So we talk about the different communication styles, how to address the communication styles or how to speak to your spouse if they are those different uh, communication styles. And me and Nick used to be completely opposite communication styles, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would we say would, so. We both gotten better at just confronting things, but yeah. I think that we used to, I mean, I think you could change. Like Amy said to me one time, just tell me you want sex. Okay. <laughs> Literally, just quit the... Let me give you a back massage or let me rub your feet. I know you're only after one thing. Just tell Just me. Just tell me you want sex. All right. Okay. Okay. So she was blunt. That's how we sometimes communicate, which <laughs> isn't as fun, but. <laughs> I'm okay with the fun time sometimes, <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, just be honest. The, and the thing that's great about this workbook is sometimes you might not know that you're feeling different about different subjects or things, but. For example, like we have questions in there that you both answer. So this question says, is it hard for my spouse and I to communicate openly? Strongly disagree, up to strongly agree. So as you're filling these out, let's say one spouse says, oh, I strongly agree. And the other spouse is like closer to strongly disagree. You know that you're not seeing eye to eye on that. And so we ask the questions and a lot of the questions are questions you would never even know or think to ask. Mm -hmm. But obviously... um, gives you feedback as to you know how how you guys feel about the different things um it's kind of like a sliding scale and if someone marks strongly agree and the other ones even just a few marks down 
You're like, why are we both not strongly agreeing on this subject? And how do we get to that? Like, how do we... We need to be, like, on the same page. Like, if you really want ultimate intimacy in your marriage, you got to be on the same page in all of... of, Most of these topics, right? Or at least close to one another. Yeah, exactly. So we get into, like, things that you should never say when you're in an argument or a disagreement. Um, You know, we talk about the different types of intimacy. Um, Which... We have done, but just like how important each one is and how to get on the same page with each one, right? Yeah, exactly. Because there's so many different ones that we've talked about, but wait, go back. One of the pages that I really love that we've given you, there's a bunch of printables in there. There's some challenges. There's some goal setting. The different types of intimacy goal setting page is awesome because it gives you spiritual, financial, sexual, physical, and emotional, but... Like, you'll write three goals for that week or that month, however you want to do it, and you'll set them together and then, like, kind of make a game plan of how you're going to do better at those things, which I don't think a lot of us sit down very often and really evaluate where we're at in each of those areas. Well, this workbook's really fun to go through. It's not just like you're going to read five or six pages because, trust me, we didn't make it that long. Nobody wants a sin read, right? No, it's actually really fun to go through and answer the questions and set goals and, and fun things to laugh together. Like, you are going to have a great time filling this out together and learning together. Hopefully. It, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Unless you're like, argue, and then we're going to help you fix that. Yeah. Right? Yep. You know, we talk about the importance of knowing each other's love language and, you know, why that is so important. Well, and how how recently have you retaken the test and figured out what you are exactly? Because we talk about how that always changes. And then when was the last time you told your spouse that your love language might have changed? Or, or what you feel like you're missing when it comes to your love language. Like those things, those little simple reminders need to be had all the time, even maybe monthly in a marriage. Yeah. Right? Um, one of the ones I really like is, you know, getting your priorities in order. And you've heard us talk about this in other episodes just a couple episodes ago as well. But I don't think people really talk about this or really put a focus on this. They just assume that both of their priorities are in order. But if your priorities are not aligning up and matching, you're going to have some serious, serious problems. And we give like a whole section on how you can get your priorities in order. And then there's conversations with the strongly disagree and strongly agree. And if you take them separately and then come back and compare your answers, it's pretty fun to be like, Wait, I thought we had the same priorities and goals. You marked the disagree, strongly disagree, and I put strongly disagree. I mean, or agree. Like the it's amazing how the conversations just off of a few questions can really dive deeper. Yeah. And and create more conversation, right? Which which is an emotional intimacy connection is all about having deeper conversations. For sure. And how to start those, really? expectations in marriage oh you've heard us talk about that when uh we got married i thought amy would be having her way with me on a daily basis no you didn't that's crazy (laughs) nobody nobody actually believes the marriage is going to be like that right uh oh maybe they did then you have then you have kids so talking about the different expectations and what expectations are realistic to have what expectations aren't realistic to have and you know talking about them 
And conflict resolution is a big section in this. Go back to episode 111. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say. Love that episode we, so much. We put it together with the help of that episode. Yes. And, I mean, her stuff is her stuff is brilliant. She's amazing. Yes. Tamara was fantastic. So, um, that's, that's a great one. Um, talk about, so that section is pretty good in the workbook, pretty long. You know, we talked about toxic people and behaviors, you know, why you need to get the toxic people out of your, your life. Um, which we just talked about in and the yeah, previous we just episode did. as well. But, you know, respecting boundaries and, and just creating those boundaries. Those, that's a big one. That's a big section that needs to be talked about and decided on. Yeah. With this, I love the questions that we just throw out there because some of these questions, I'm like, we've never even talked about those things. That's true. That's true. Forgiveness um, is big. We talk about forgiveness. We have questions on forgiveness. Everybody's gone through stuff in their marriage. They've had to forgive or they still need to forgive. And so there's some questions in there that really, hopefully you're both agreeing in that area. But if you're not, it's going to help you talk about those things and yeah. set some goals around it. Amy's favorite, uh, non-sexual touch. <laughs> My favorite? I think so, isn't it? I'm just teasing. Uh, we get into romance in marriage. I think this is where a lot of men especially really drop the ball. Um, and I think this is probably one of the favorite sections for women. We're, we're giving a list of how to be romantic. And then what to do. you get to evaluate the romance in your marriage. Are you getting enough romance, romance in your marriage? Are you giving enough romance in your marriage? And you get these questions to strongly disagree or agree on when it comes to prioritizing romance. And there's also a cute little printable of romantic love notes. Yeah, Amy did a great job of putting like printables with love notes and um, some fun things in here. That just you can, ideas. Yeah. We just like I really Nick made sure that it was really great for the husbands, and I wanted to make sure it was really great for the wives that all aspects were being hit equally. I think we did a good job on that. Hopefully. I think so too. Um, we get into you know comparing your marriages to others. We share some of the polls. Um, we talk about um, social media, um, how comparing your life and marriage to others can really destroy yours, and how you both feel about that whole area. Most people's favorite uh, boundaries, boundaries in marriage. So important. <laughs> we get destroyed. Absolutely <laughs> if destroyed. If you need help setting boundaries. This could help because it brings up some really good, once again, topics or boundaries that maybe need to be put in place. Because sometimes it's hard to know, okay, what do we need to do in this area? What are some ideas for boundaries and how do we both feel about them, you know, and how to set them, how to even get started with that? Um, The section I really feel like people don't um, talk about a lot is being on the same page raising kids. Oh yes. If if you're on if you're on different levels or different pages as far as how to raise your kids and you you aren't on the same page, a great example is Amy and I came from totally different backgrounds as you've heard in our previous episodes. Many of you, I mean, I had parents when they got divorced. I mean, I could stay out till three in the morning and go camping or not, or not come home <laughs> or not come home. I could hang out with girls. I could go camping with girls. I I had virtually no rules. And he didn't have to be rebellious or do anything bad because he 
his parents were pretty laxed about it. Yeah, although they, I don't agree, but yeah, they basically said, "Hey, until you give a reason not to trust trust uh, trust you, we'll we'll trust you." And you know, Amy came from a little bit stricter, little but bit I deserved stricter. it. I deserved it. So the point we're trying to make is even in our marriage, like in how to raise our kids, like, you know, we have to talk about, okay, how are we going to handle this situation or, or mm-hmm. these things? And if you're not on the same page, it can cause some sig- significant issues in your marriage and it can cause them quickly. For so sure. talk about that, you know, the parenting mistakes that uh, really affect intimacy, um, just so, so many things. So many good it. questions when it comes to that. I think we tackle this, and I don't think a lot of other people do. I, Without getting off track, I think one of the things Amy and I really wanted to do is talk about things that we don't see other couples talking about, mm-hmm. but, that, but that have a significant impact. And I think one of these things is, you know, your screen addiction. How is your screen addiction and technology impacting your marriage? We don't hear a lot of other people talking about that. But we've we've done a lot of podcasts on them. We've done a lot of research. We've talked to a lot of experts. We we see it being a massive, massive problem. The problem is too is that there's a lot of problem with this, but couples aren't telling their spouse, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's it's like a barrier. They they come to us and be like, my spouse, my wife, my husband is always on their phone. It's killing our intimacy. Well, have you have you said something to? Well, they just get upset, or we. I already told them this is a great area to tackle together because there is a lot of disagreement, strongly disagree slash strongly agree that it's impacting marriage, and a lot of answers are definitely different. So we're not being on the same page as our marriages. Is how we really feel about our spouse's screen time, and it needs to be talked about and be very vulnerable and honest about. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. So we have some Huge great, issue. yeah, great questions in there that will really get you diving down about how you really feel in this area. Another big one is, you know, jealous and envy. I think mm-hmm. social media, that goes hand in hand with social media. How much time are we spending on our phone envying or jealous of what other people have and what we don't have? I mean, that can really warp the way we look at our own marriages and, and become very ungrateful. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, pride, um, talking about pride, how that's the silent relationship killer. I like this section, the differences between happy and unhappy couples. I mean, we really just get into the basics of here's here's what happy couples do. And if you want a good relationship, uh-huh. here's what you need to do. And here's what unhappy couples do. And just really outline those differences. Yep. Pet peeves, uh, section on pet peeves. Um, talk. We talk again about finances in marriage and... Uh, having fun in marriage, why you need to keep things fun. And and like Amy's talked about in previous episodes, you know, going hiking, doing fun things together. We give a lot of great, (coughs) good date night ideas and things that you can do to have fun. That don't cost any money too. And of course we cover the importance of date night, which everyone knows how important that is and things that you can do. And you're going so fast. I can't keep up with you. Anyways, (laughs) We also have some four, uh, you know, fourteen day challenges and a lot of different things in this intimacy work. There's some so. topics that you would have never even thought of that can create really strong ultimate intimacy, like just laughing together, like the topics that 
you just would never think to discuss and how it really impacts finding that ultimate intimacy in your marriage. So I agree. I, I think we've done a really good job of finding some barriers that people don't necessarily think of on a regular basis and really yeah. tackling those, you know. But the key is, is on top of the great information provided, and we back up a lot of things with statistics and things like that. But I think the real thing is the questions, is answering the questions together and really figuring out if, hey, are we off in this area? Are we, you know, kind of lining up? So you can check this out at shop.ultimateintimacy.com. I think it's really good too if you are able to print off two copies and then if you can print and both have your own set and then answer the questions separately and you can even do this like a 30 day challenge if you really wanted to dive into connecting in your marriage and just tackle like one topic a night where you kind of read about it and then you both answer the questions separately and then come together and discuss, okay, why are we off in this subject and set some goals on that subject and really discuss why your spouse feels this way and why you feel that way. You could spend, you know, 20 or 30 minutes a night. You could spend an hour a night. You could really dive as deep into it as you want in each section. You could do multiple sections in a day. Like I said, concentrate on one section per night. And then there's some like 30-day challenges or weekly challenges where you can really try to implement some of these topics and, and fix them in your relationship or just make them a little bit better. So you can really go at your own pace, you know, as much time or less time that you have. Well, um, we spent, a t like, a, like we said, we spent a ton of time on this workbook. We think it's just something you're going to love. It's things that uh, we, you know, done in, in our marriage, um, all these talk, talking about all these topics. I just don't think and that you can have amazing sexual intimacy unless you have the foundation of strong emotional intimacy. I say it all the time, but that's because it's key. Like, I feel like this workbook is, is the foundation to the sexual intimacy workbook that we have because when this is a strong area of your marriage, everything else gets better. So I really promote just like doing this together and really strengthening this area. And just so you feel that connection that is just vital, vital to your relationship. For sure. You know, Perfect. so. So, until next time, we hope you find ultimate intimacy in your relationship.